Hi, everyone. Today's episode speaks about sexual assault. So if any of those things trigger you, please give us a skip. And there are also resources in the show notes. Thanks. A listener production. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. It's a lot, isn't it? Hey everyone, we're back with Terang Chola. My one of my fave guests, I think. I don't know if it's my favourite because the others ones will be upset, but um, we love him a lot. Uh, we have a nightmare fuel. We're excited. Okay. I've got some nightmare fuel for you. So just fucking saddle up, cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love her. You're going to love her. Wait, wait, just uh, hang on. Just, it up. Hang on, I'm just, up. yeah, it's been, been a bit Let's rusty, go. but yeah, I'm, I'm saddled go. up. Let's go. Let's ride it. I've been with my current boyfriend for three years. We met about 18 months after I broke up with my ex. Um, my ex gave me HSV1 on my labia from oral sex pretty early in our relationship. Now that's herpes. Oh, okay. Major stress. Uh, he later got it on his penis during our relationship. Whether he already had it there or it came from me, I'm not sure. Uh, There was never really bad blood about it. He always told me that I took it so gracefully. Okay, that's a weird thing to say. And, like, it's the thing is, I have friends that have um, herpes. It is a lifelong thing. And they just disclose to people they sleep with and, like... They take it gracefully. They take it gracefully. It's a weird, like, like it's it a weird, sounds yeah. like yeah. it's a weird thing to compliment someone <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. And I really hate rhetoric around STIs of like, oh, they like they yeah. like it's kind of like demonizing. It's like with COVID, how at the start it was like, how dare this person give me COVID? And it's like yeah. they didn't know yeah. that they were shedding the virus. Like, unless someone's cheating on you, yeah. then it's like Yeah, you know, or yeah, not even, uh, yeah, and I'd go a step further, Abby. I reckon, like, cheating aside, right, if someone is willfully spreading any disease or illness... Oh, yes. ...sexually transmitted or otherwise, that's a horrible thing to do. That is just, like, horrible. Yes. This whole thing, whether it's, like, the COVID example is great or STIs. Like, if you, if you say, like, they took it well or they took it gracefully, it's like, well, are we going to stigmatise the existence of you know these um, yeah. these illnesses or these infections. Like, are we gonna are we gonna stigmatize? You know, because that's what people with HIV live with, right? They live yes. with the stigma because everyone in society stigmatizes their illness, right, so or I their know, infection. Yeah. Everyone go get tested for HIV because I have actually last week for everything time, yeah, and including every HIV. Every time I go, I go to test, I get HIV as well because I mean it takes I think six months to show up sometimes. But yeah. also, there's a new study in the US. Again, no one quote me, but I saw this. It could be false, but it still it doesn't matter because Lem is going to do her research and you, check if it's okay. I'm giving you advice. Fact check, fact check. Okay. Yes, the, fact and check. The, all the advice is going to get tested, so I think it's a positive outcome. But I saw somewhere that apparently the number of um, HIV cases are now more so in heterosexual people. I saw that too. Okay, good. I'm not. I'm not making it up. Um, and women. Um, yeah, because okay. they don't get tested because you don't think to because it's so Jeez. stigmatized against and also everyone in the gay community not everyone a lot of people in the gay community gay men are on prep yeah, yeah. so 
they have a resistance and they're on um, medication that will prevent them from getting it. So now the numbers now are more heterosexual people. So yeah. my advice is always get the blood test. I know it's annoying and gross. I hate blood tests. But you're there anyway doing your weed. Yeah. And it's such a done. simple thing to do, right? Like it's yeah. so straightforward. Like, mm. And we all get like a little icky about needles and stuff, right? Sure. But like at the end of the day, the tiniest little pinprick just to, to make sure that your sex life and the, the sex life of all your partners is being looked after. Exactly. Right? And, it's, and it's, it's like we don't think of it as being weird to get any other medical procedure or anything, mm. you know? So this should just be normal um, exactly. as well. Yeah. Desigmatized HIV and other STIs. Anyway, off track as usual. Let's go back sorry, to sorry. <laughs> I broke up with him because the whole relationship was toxic. Breakup was pretty fucking messy. I'm gonna stand proud for my actions, but he acted like an infant and I moved interstate pretty shortly after. Fast forward to about six months ago, got a couple of texts from him. He knows I'm happy in a relationship. He's not happy. He's struggling with the HSV-1 um, and communicating that with people. He wants advice, etc. cetera. Uh, I've attached the receipts if you want to read them. It feels like he's blaming her for it, like subtly being like, I can't deal because I have HSV-1. But mm. she doesn't know where she got it from. No. And there's no. not confirmation that it came from her. But even if it was, why are you texting her 18 or six months two later? Two years later? Yeah, it's it's six months after the breakup. So yeah. they've been together so, for two years. And then they're yeah. sorry. And this and is the, six months after the breakup. Six yeah. months later going, I don't know how to deal this with This is a long people. one. I am telling you from now, but this woman made my day. Okay. You'll see why. You'll see why. Okay, okay. Completely forget what a fuckhead he was to me. Um, I tell him to call me. I tell him, you know, like I'll talk him through how I've successfully handled the conversation with my sexual partner since. Just a quick heads up for anyone else. Just tell people that you've got HSV-1. Explain to them what it is. Use a condom eight out of ten times. You're good to go. And the other two out of ten times, the other person just isn't comfortable and you just don't have sex with that person. It's actually pretty simple. Anyway, he rings me. We chat. We catch up on shit that's been happening in the town I lived in. Then he just starts to recall things he could have done differently. Like, in particular, a time we were at a party and a guy hit on me. And he didn't bash that guy and it made him feel emasculated. Sorry, wait, wait, wait. wait I thought, wait, wait, I wait. thought it was going to be. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You go, Tarang. No, no, you go. You go. I, just... I thought it was going to be like things I did wrong in the relationship. Like I shouldn't have um, gaslit you in this way. I've gone to therapy and I've sorted it out. It was instead, should have bashed him. Should have bashed the cunt. Wait, so he thought he should have bashed him, not... Yeah, is so that he re- right? He yeah. regrets not bashing, not bashing a guy. Look, yeah, oh, I've been thinking a lot about my past actions and I feel bad that I didn't fucking just, you know, clock him in the fucking right <laughs> jaw. I feel bad that like, I didn't... Honestly, like, oh, my God, the degree of introspection is like, oh... Ah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah like his, his self-awareness is just completely broken, but yeah. sure. <laughs> wow, what a shell of a human being. Let's I feel see what bad else you have to guy. say from himself. There's a lot. There's a lot, okay. What? <laughs> I don't recall and I definitely wouldn't have wanted him to bash any guy ever. Oh, well, he tells me that he's been to the gym a bunch and he no longer feels emasculated. So I realise the conversation is going a certain way and try to get the HSV chat out of the way before rudely I am awoken to the real reason for the phone call. So fucking stupid. He doesn't want to know how I told people about it. He wants to know who I told about it because he still lives in that town and he wants to know who knows that he has HSV-1. Oh, 
Interesting. She just got real. I know. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting way to find out. And entitlement. Seriously, entitlement. I know. Do you know where the fuck I've been? Get a grip. Yeah. Well, no, thanks. I bailed on that, wished him well, but not before he sent me nine unanswered text messages in the space of 20 minutes. What do you call that, Tarang? That's harassment. That's, that's harassment. That's yeah. fucked. Yeah, that's harassment. And if it continues over a longer period of time, it's technology-facilitated abuse. Like, that's, mm. yeah. Or stalking using a carriage service, which, you know, State of New South Wales Crimes Act and all that. But There you go. Yeah. Straight from the lawyer. He's a lawyer, lawyer, everyone. Love it. I didn't reply for like a month afterwards because it was absolutely ridiculous. But I can just, I'll, I'll read you through the little little texty texts that he sent me. So he said, sorry, I just wanted a level of transparency before I asked you what I was going to ask you because I have things I want to know that pertain to how I approach my situation. And unfortunately, I like to know every grimy detail. And I suppose that's how I deal with things. I get that it's a painful chapter in your life and most people would rather leave certain things swept under the rug. Everything is well and truly water under the bridge for me. And I realise I'm absolutely no position to cast judgment on you or anyone after some of the things I've done. However, when you say something like, which of your friends can I fuck amongst other things while we're still living together and things were fresh and can't bring yourself to specifically apologise for that or even acknowledge that you were pouring salt in an open wound for whatever reason, whether it was because I deserved it, which I probably did, or whether it was to get a little bit more sympathy with your parents because you felt like you couldn't tell them the full extent of your reasoning, I would have far more respect for you if you just levelled with me and told me, here's why I did this, because the way I perceive it and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't show... Oh, my God, it keeps... Also, can he use a full stop? Yeah, I know, right? You just get lost with the run-on sentences. Me. Yeah. I hate me. We'll send Texas. I'm like, use a full stop and an enter. Like, spa- use fucking paragraphs. Like, Don't have, people like, format them? Like, if I write a long text to someone, oh. like, that shit is poetic. Like, I, you know... <laughs> I'm like, you know, comma, enter, enter. Yeah. I hope this text finds you well. Full stop, enter, enter. In this enter. text, like a- I will argue that during yeah. our breakup, you were blah, blah, blah. Send an outline before you actually yeah. get into it. I get, the, I get the vibe that both people behaved in a way during this breakup that was that, that yeah. neither one would be proud of talking about. No. But the way that he's behaved in particular just is not okay. And particularly like six months later and the nine text messages in 20 minutes and the whole like, no. yeah. The, the name calling and all that stuff. It's just, yeah. This nightmare fuel is unlike any yeah. other nightmare fuel. Beautiful. You will be left jubilant after you listen okay. to this. Okay. okay. I love the word jubilant. <laughs> Good word. For your own state of well being, I think you tried to find the thing that was going to get a reaction, like divulging who you wanted to fuck, which is not a normal thing people do, I'm told. But yeah, after that, I said how I would stay with you longer than I would have otherwise because the guilt, which in hindsight is fucking appalling and I feel terrible about it. Seriously, that's brutal and I'll never do that to someone again. But yeah, I wanted what I perceive to be a certain level of honesty. Otherwise, I can't trust anything else you tell me. 
And then when I originally wanted advice on, it's meaningless to me unless I trust you to tell the truth and not get defensive and self-righteous. I know I'll probably look back and think what I did was unnecessary, but I feel like I haven't held anything back from you and all I wanted was the same courtesy. But yeah, reply or don't, I'm going to carry on with my life as you will yours. All the best, seriously. I feel lightened now and I'm sorry. I should have explained that oh I was God. going to delve into that, but I just wanted an idea <laughs> of who knows my business in a small town. Again, sorry to open that can of worms. I think I just don't fully realise the potential emotional ramifications of what I say to other people. What the fuck? <laughs> but also, but also, like, he's worried that everyone in the small town will know that he has HSV. Isn't it better that they do know so he doesn't have to have a conversation? Yeah, actually, it actually. That it's like, oh, yeah. everyone knows it. I mean, I, maybe that's just how I think, where I'm like, oh, then I'll go, oh, like, by the way, I have HSV1. I mean, oh, yeah, I know. Oh, cool, I just, great. I love, how, I love how a guy from a small town discovered a dictionary, a big word book, and just started, yeah, like, right. using, like, ramifications and, you know, blah, 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 like, started pulling out words just for the sake of it, like, to sound it just smart. Doesn't, it doesn't gel well together at yeah. all. I couldn't understand yeah. what he was meaning. Yeah. But, yeah, her reply. Okay. Legendary. Still no full stops. Yeah. No, I think she'll have full stops. Oh, great. She'll have a full stop. <laughs> She laughing or crying? (laughs) (laughs) She's getting ready for the next part. So I said, I didn't want to dignify your messages with a response, but I've had time to think it over and there are some things I want you to know. You never were and never will be entitled to know every grimy detail of the things that I've done. Once I broke up with you, I owed you absolutely nothing but the same respect you showed me. You're not privy to information that I don't want to share. I owe you nothing now. I won't owe you anything in the future. And not sharing my business with you is not me being defensive and self-righteous. It's not your business. (sighs) If water is under the bridge for you, why did you lead me to believe that you wanted advice on how to approach women given your diagnosis when you really wanted to question me on my sexual activity after we broke up? I only responded to your initial messages because I thought you wanted advice. I was wrong. You wanted to know my business in a small town. You gave me HSV1. I have had sex with other men since and I have informed them that I have HSV1. Do you see how that has absolutely nothing to do with you? How you don't... Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Do you understand... The lack of relevance to your life. <laughs> but iconic. She's savage, man. I'm here for this. Yeah, 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 yeah I know, I know. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's just, yeah. it's taken a different direction, isn't it? Don't come into the conversation at all. I told my friends that I have HSV1. I told them that you gave it to me. Now, I can see how you might think that it's your business to know which of my friends I told, but it isn't. It's my business. It's my diagnosis. Just like, I don't give a fuck who you've told because it's not my fucking business. It's yours. I feel bad for you that you're still self-conscious about it. I honestly do. And I've moved on. I've accepted my diagnosis. I feel like I've lived a whole life since then. And I don't want to rehash the past with you beyond this because it's a waste of my time. As far as specific apologies go, I think that whole sentiment is ridiculous. I apologise profusely at the time. I don't think I owe you any further apologies for anything that was said and done over three years ago. If there's nothing else you absorb from this message, remember this. I don't want your respect. 
I don't need it. Remember this. <laughs> Remember wow. this. I wonder if she wrote it in caps like Kanye. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, what do you think of me? Or if you don't trust me or think I'm dishonest, I don't care how you feel about the comments you made or the things you did. I owe it to myself to also tell you that when I think of you now, I give myself a big pat on the back for leaving. It's in hindsight. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It feels like an origin story, you know, like, it's just you know, like and I was, and a bad bitch was born when she left <laughs> you. Right, like, she's yeah, sick. <laughs> keep going, Lem. Keep playing, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That relationship was toxic. You were toxic. The way you thought about women, the way you treated women, below par. You were, still are, emotionally manipulative towards me. You don't realise the potential emotional ramifications of what you say because you don't care how you make other people feel. And then you cheers yourself for being brutally honest and a tip-top lad. I'm genuinely frightened of you. I don't know how you can have that much fear and be that savage at the same time, but whatever that chick is, is what's, what whatever the fuck is, has happened when she's genuinely right. frightened of him. Because he's emotionally manipulative is what she's saying. Yeah. That's scary. Like she's genuine. Yeah. That's like, fucking scary. I yeah. wish we had her on the phone to be yeah. like. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. I think you're in touch with reality. I don't want anything to do with you. I'd also like to remind you that the girl that asked which of your friends she could fuck is the same girl that you fucked on the couch while she was watching TV and not interested in having sex. (gasps) So you sexually assaulted her in the relationship. Wow. This woman's been through a lot. Yeah. Also, this, we did, we had to saddle up cowgirls. We did have to saddle up, exactly. We had to saddle up. That's fucked. Okay, that's disgusting. Which is not a normal thing people do, I'm told. Sorry, I have to laugh at that because that's a really (laughs) funny thing to throw back. Like, like that's iconic that she's been like, which apparently isn't normal. Like, she's acting how I would act. I'd be like, by the way, the time he sexually assaulted me also isn't normal, you sick fuck. Fucking what the fuck. I love that she's used... This is the thing. In these relationships, like the person who's very manipulative will try and find like they'll hold on to one little thing. She probably said it when she was like really probably after he sexually assaulted her and after all this shit had happened. She had one thing that you said this one thing and she's gone, you know what? You sexually assaulted me. Mm. So fuck off. Yeah, context does matter. Like context is, yeah, context does matter. Like someone, like if we just get his side of the story, it's like, yeah, she said something that was really hurtful. And it's like, yeah, that happened when you raped her on the couch. Yeah. Like that that thing happened. Like let's not forget that you literally violated and betrayed a person's trust. Absolutely. Wow. Made me feel like shit about sex so often that it's no fucking wonder my mind was cooked when we broke up and I said that. I want you to leave me alone from here on out. Don't send me nine messages in a row unanswered. Don't berate me. Don't psychoanalyze me. Don't con me into talking to you on the phone. Don't talk to me. Don't talk at me. Don't contact me ever again. End of discussion. Goodbye. And he hasn't contacted me since. Hurrah! Thanks for listening to my nightmare fuel. Oh. Wow. Good girl. That was fucking wild. I love her though. She's just got Abby in her, I feel. She or like, like you've got her in, in her. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I can imagine her like at wines being like, listen to this shit. 
and then all the girls being, when she's <laughs> like, which apparently isn't a normal thing to do, all the girls being like, fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck him. I was doing that at my desk when I heard that the first time. I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm really so glad funny. she shared that with us as well, right? Like, I know. Because she doesn't owe that to anyone, right? Like, because no. Because, like, if we break it down, like, he gave her an STI, right? Yeah. And then she was gracious um, about been, it. Yeah, and yeah, grace, graceful, graceful. <laughs> oh, graceful. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Gra- yeah, um, which firstly just shouldn't be a thing, right? Like you know, and we can't fault him necessarily for passing on the STI unless he did it and he didn't disclose it, in which case horrible human. I don't, I don't know him, um, but just judging by the other behaviour that he's engaged in, um, mm. she's been through a lot, and I hope she yeah. It sounds like she's in a good relationship now, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Does. Good for her. It does sound nice. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't love, but like, it's, it's so interesting how people like that will hold on to one little thing that mm. you said or did, and will be like, well, one time, like my ex, the one that like did all that fuck shit to me, like there once upon a time was a two hour long. There was a two hour long part one episode of our entire relationship and part two never got released and I deleted part one off the podcast feed. Anyway, he was like, you know, the, like we had like a big like DNM like mid last year and we were like trying to like mend our friendship. And he was like, you know, the reason why like that happened is because like there were times where I felt like to like to you, I was just validation. Like it was like all I want, like all you wanted was for me to tell you I loved you. And that's why. I cheated on you so much. And that's why, and I was like, maybe that is the case. My therapist was like, yes, that is the case. She was like, you were starving, you were starving and dehydrated in a desert of affection. So of course, all you wanted was for him to tell you he loves you. Like, yes. And he was like, that's really manipulative. That is emotional manipulation, which is apparently what's happened with that woman as well. Yeah. Yeah. When they just hold on to one little thing and they're like, well, you did this. So it actually, and they'll say things like, it actually affected me. Like, I know that what I did was bad, but like, in terms of how it affected me, like, mm. like it's as bad as what I did to you. Like, I can imagine yeah. the fucking bullshit, the gaslighting. Get fucked. We hate him. We love you. I'm just going to call her my little cowgirl. <laughs> She's amazing. Can we, yeah. Do we get, like, genuine pony playing through at the back of this whole like, oh, story? Yeah. Just, like, straddle up? Because that was playing in the back of my mind this whole time. Yeah. Like, but then after a while, I had to, like, to put it on mute because shit just got really heavy, like, you know, with the STI and then the the sexual assault and everything. It's horrible. Fucking cooked. Awful. Well, Tarang, thank you so much for all your time. I know you've got COVID. You must be ready for a nap now. I feel like all your energy would be gone after our long record today, but I really appreciate your time, Dublin. No, thank you. I feel more energised talking to the two of you, so thank you. Oh, (laughs) that's great. We will link your new podcast in the show notes. There's no place like home. Yes. That's the name of it. Great, great, great. And um, we'll also link your socials and everything. Thank you so much. Thank you. Listener.